You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast as our coverage from the 2023 NFL Scouting Combine continues here in Indianapolis. Please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you listen to podcasts. We have a very, very special, exclusive interview for you uh, a little bit later on in the show. Had an opportunity to spend some time one-on-one with Chris Sims of NBC Sports and Pro Football Talk Live. And, of course, the uh, primary topic of our conversation was Giants quarterback Daniel Jones and his free agency, his play in 2022, and uh, all of the uh, the things that are going on with Daniel Jones as the Giants try to bring him back as their quarterback in 2023. And we'll get to that shortly, but just wanted to uh, offer some, some combine thoughts on some of what we saw and heard on Wednesday and what will happen on Thursday in Indianapolis. Thursday, of course, is the start of on-field workouts. Some people look at that as day one of the combine. To be honest with you, I've been here in Indianapolis since Monday, and there have been things going on the entire time. We talked to Joe Shane on Tuesday. We talked to several draft prospects on Wednesday. So it feels like the combine has been going on forever but I do understand, you know, for those of you who are not in Indianapolis, for those of you who look at the Combine and really only see that the television coverage really begins on Thursday with on-field workouts, that's when it really ramps up. I understand that, that many of you think that the Combine begins on Thursday or feel like the, por- the portion that you're really interested in begins on Thursday. And we'll see. uh, So on Thursday, we will get to see defensive linemen and linebackers as they go through on-field testing in Indianapolis. Giants, of course, uh, could be in the market for players at both of those positions. Joe Shane said on Tuesday that the Giants absolutely need to get better in run defense, which would indicate defensive line. We know that the Giants were a revolving door at the linebacker position in 2022, starting, you know, when they when they cut Blake Martinez, then early in the year they they moved on from Austin Calitro and Tay Crowder. They signed Jalen Smith off the street early in the year. They signed Jared Davis off the Detroit Lions practice squad late in the year. So 
they never really found a satisfactory answer at the linebacker position. They used Landon Collins and Tony Jefferson, who are safeties, you know, as sort of hybrid linebackers in passing situations late in the year. So they were searching for answers. And you have to think that if the opportunity comes where value meets need, and the Giants have an opportunity to select one of the premier linebackers in the 2023 NFL draft, you have to think that they will think long and hard and possibly do that. On uh, on Wednesday, I sat in the uh, media availability for several of those young players. Three in particular that I paid attention to were Trenton Simpson of Clemson, Drew Sanders of Arkansas, and Jack Campbell of Iowa. All three young men, very, very impressive in different ways. Never heard a uh, a linebacker describe his position as being amphibious, which is the word that Jack Campbell used to describe what it's like to to be playing linebacker now with all of the responsibilities that you have in uh, in the modern NFL. Drew Sanders discussed his uh, his transition. You know, as a, a younger player from the offensive side of the ball to the uh, off-ball linebacker position, why he loves that position, why he believes that is his spot in the NFL. Trenton Simpson spoke about his father's time in the military, 26 years, 17 deployments, the impact that that has had on him and how NFL teams view his uh, his versatile hybrid skill set. All three of those young men, very, very impressive at the podium, very, very well-spoken, smart young men. Uh, the Giants look at, uh, the Giants often say that they want smart, tough, and dependable people and all three of those young men came off as uh, as that type of uh, of player, you know, in their uh, in their media sessions on Wednesday. So we'll have to see if one of those guys winds up with the New York Giants, and uh, you know, we'll know that uh, in a few weeks. Just wanted to let you guys know, you know, we will have all sorts of pre. Oh, I. Before I forget, there are stories up on Big Blue View about all three of those young men, Sanders, Campbell, and Simpson. So please stop by BigBlueView.com and check those out. Also check out our previews of Thursday's on-field workouts. We'll also have analysis, perhaps winners and losers, once the, the workouts are completed. So continue to... Check out all of our work at BigBlueView.com as we get you, you know, ready for the Giants 2023 NFL Draft. We've got complete combine coverage. We've got complete draft coverage, mock drafts, uh, dozens of prospect profiles at this point. Anything and everything that you need as we go through the offseason and as we try to... Uh, 
to to get you ready for the 2023 NFL draft. Anything and everything that you need, we will have for you at Big Blue View. So please stay with us, and uh, we always appreciate your support. All right, Giants fans, let's do this right now. Let's uh, let's get to the interview that I did with Chris Sims. I think you guys are are going to enjoy this one. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm always, I've been doing this long enough, I'm always surprised people know me. Uh, I'm, listen, I'm there with you too. I'm, uh, people tell me they listen to me, I'm like, yeah, thanks, that's nice of you. I, I introduced myself to Pete Schrager last year, and he's like, I read your stuff, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that always that always blows me away. Uh, I hear you. But, hey, I want to talk Daniel Jones a little bit. Yeah. Let me start with this. Right. And we're, we're, we'll talk money later, but let me start with this. Did the Giants protect him a little bit this year, at least initially, in terms of the way that they played? Or did he just plain play really well? Well, they protected him, but they had to. That's where I would just say. So don't be like, oh, yeah, they put training wheels on him and all that. I think they had to let their team get to a spot and learn the new system and get comfortable with what they were doing and the right approach and plan and attack for their team. And then once you get that down, you can start to add in, oh, hey, wait, I got a cooler play that's a little more aggressive. And, hey, the O-line's starting to get a little better. I think we can, you know, maybe call the deep post play that we've been wanting to call because we got them in a spot here. So I think there was a, you know, a overall let's manage the offense early on and just make sure we're kind of sound and do the right things and all that. And it slowly got better and better. But, yeah, I think that Brian Dable had to devise a, devise a game plan that, that fit their team and, you know, enhance the strengths and kind of hid some of the weaknesses early on. And I, I thought personally toward the end of the year, I thought they put more in his hands. I would like, agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I totally would agree. I, you know, I think, again, I think it goes into guys like Evan, Evan Neal got better pass protecting, you know, the line got better. Uh, I think they got a good enough at enough other stuff, too, so where defenses are so overplaying, you know, the bootlegs, the read option, the, you know, the crossers to where now they can start to go, hey, they're all expecting this, so we can do that now because now they're so over-defending that, we actually have some avenues to do some other things, let alone we had some receivers, you know, jump up to where I think Daniel Jones' day ball probably got some confidence start saying, okay, we can start opening up things a little bit more. Because Isaiah Hodgins and guys like that. Exactly right, right. So, that, you know, that's, that's huge too. You know, sometimes coaches – 
they got to trust you to call some of these plays and make sure you read the coverage the right way. And the quarterback, you got to be in the trust tree with him. And you know, I think all of that was kind of part of their process last year. But, man, overall, it was a phenomenal year for Big Blue. Let's... You know, everybody wants to say, well, is he top 10? Is he top 12? What number is he? To me, And I know you do your rankings. To me, I don't care. Yeah. To me, I looked at the Minnesota game and in the playoffs. Right. And I said, the question really is, is this a quarterback who can step up in a big game in yeah. a big spot? Right. And to me, that's what that game showed is that that's within him. And I don't think I don't think people were sure of that. Yeah, I, I understand that. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. You know, how could you be sure about it, any of that before the year? You know, like I tell people a lot of the time, first off, we know he had no weapons to help him. Saquon was hurt two years ago dealing with that. You know, people go, oh, yeah, he's been behind a bad offensive line. I go, no, 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 not bad. It was the worst offensive line in football. It wasn't even close the last two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first year they even had a fighting chance to go, oh, wait, I can actually read the first guy downfield without having to like duck or like wait who's coming to crush me here so you know there was a lot of things there but yeah I'm a believer in Daniel Jones and you know, it's funny I was not a guy that was loved him coming out in the draft uh, but the more and more I've seen of him you know as a player seeing him in person seeing how he handles himself I'm a total believer and yeah I think it's only going to go this way rankings hey people got to realize the support of the team is There's only a few guys in football that can overcome some of the obstacles. And they're like Mahomes and Josh Allen. Only two Hall of Famers. That's it, you know. So that's where people got to realize, like, again, where I've I've made some noise and go, you don't think Daniel Jones could have had success with the Eagles offense? And we can run the ball up the middle for eight yards every play, no matter what the defense. Whoa, it's one-on-one, and I can throw a jump ball to A.J. Brown? No, we got to evaluate it for what it is a little bit more than instead of always just going wins and losses and stats. And I'm just going to look at it just like that. And just there was a lot of things going against them there the first few years. And people get a little bit shocked by the price tag, by the numbers that are getting thrown around. I know. I'm, I'm shocked when I go and how much coffee is on the on the shelf, you know. But that's the going market, mm-hmm. you know. So hey, people got to you know back off a little bit. It's the going, hey, $45 million, that's a little much for me, too. And I don't think ultimately it'll be that number. I don't think so. But, you know, again, the the going market for a good quarterback right now, right, and that's where we're putting him in. We're not saying he's great, but he's good right now, and you can win like he showed this year. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere between 30 and $40 million. Get used to it. I mean, the number two receiver on teams are making $18 million a year, so, of course, the starting quarterback's going to make that kind of money. Right, and... Let's say it's 35. The 35 that Daniel Jones might make is maybe not the same as the 35 Kirk Cousins got a couple years ago just because the cap keeps going up. Well, yeah, exactly right. That's the other thing, too. I mean, the NFL is killing it right now. It's just going to be a dollar now is going to be worth a lot less two years from now. We're going to go, damn, that's actually a pretty good deal. Right when people were all going with Patrick Mahomes, five hundred million dollars. Well, damn, it's like one of the best superstar-friendly quarterback contracts ever to an organization. Uh, I would expect it to be some deal like that. You know, kind of front-loaded, can make some big money in year one and year two, uh, but you know, maybe a four-year contract where okay, after year two, if it does the south and we're wrong, we can kind of get out of this, and you can go somewhere else, and right, and we are, we're not killed either. Right. That's what I was going to say. If you're the Giants. You want him there, but 
you still want some protection that, hey, just in case we're wrong. Yeah, here. yeah, we can't be sold yet that he's that, right? right? And again, I love Daniel Jones, don't get me wrong. I'm a Giants fan too. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I try to put myself, if I was running the Giants, yeah, I think there's, I think he's realistic to know, hey, the grass is pretty green where you are. This organization believes in you and you got a coach that mm-hmm. believes in you. Don't just chase, oh, I can make four more million dollars over here. Yeah, okay, but do they believe in you? Are they going to give you the chances? Do they know what your character is? you got to restart and sell yourself to a new football team, an organization, and a fan base again, right? So uh, hopefully, I, I think ultimately they'll get it done the right way and, and find something that makes sense for both. They, they've been adamant that he's going to be their quarterback. He's a year. giant quarterback. Right. He just fits the mold. He's... Mm-hmm. I know why they liked him. He's got some of that Eli Manning, Phil Sims in him where it's just like he threw an interception, it's the same face. He threw a touchdown, it's kind of the same face. And you're like, damn, is the fucking guy ever happy or show emotion? But in New York, that works really well with all the crazy people like you and me and the New York Post and the Daily <laughs> News always, you know, writing shit about you. Yeah. Um, Joe Shane said yesterday, it's a lot better for us if we get him on a contract instead of get him on the franchise tag. You agree with that as yeah, well? Yeah, totally. You know, you get that, you get that the right way. Now you got the availability to go Saquon with the franchise if you want to do that, mm-hmm. right? And the biggest thing is just it allows you to plan for the future a little bit more. Franchise tag, it's like, oh, okay, but we wanted to sign this guy, but damn, I don't know if we can allot this money to this guy in year two of the contract. Because we don't know if we're going to have to have Daniel with another big check here. So that's where people, I think, miss that conversation sometimes. It's, you know, it does help the teams to kind of know and formulate their plan once they see, okay, we got to pay this, this, and this, and they can balance the checkbook the right way. Last thing really is uh, what would you like to see them add around him? Uh, a receiver, you know, for sure. Do you? Would you prefer, you know, Joe said yesterday, I asked him about what they would look for in the receiver yeah. market. And he said separation over size. Yeah, okay. Do you do you agree with that or looking at what they already have? Do they need a big guy or do they just need guys who can get open? Or? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, in the ideal world, you'd like to have both. You'd like to have like a Jamar Chase and a T. Higgins, right? Where you go, wait, this guy just runs by everybody and this guy just jumps over everybody, right? Or I throw mm-hmm. a back shoulder, he's covered, but he still catches it, right? So, you know, but I think that... What he's saying there is they need a guy that can, like, catch a slant and go 70. Does every drive have to be 12 plays, 85 yards, <laughs> right, seven minutes, they executed perfectly? It's too hard to win like that week in and week out. So I would think, you know, draft is going to have those type of guys that can find a, you know, however they want to mix it. The speed guy in free agency with maybe a bigger guy in the draft or vice versa, either way. But, you know, they, they're sitting in a spot where they should have the opportunities to get that done. Giants fans, that's our show for today. Please uh, stay tuned to Big Blue View for our continued combine coverage. My final day in Indianapolis will be Thursday. Then I'll be I'll be heading for home, but our combine coverage will continue right through the weekend. So make sure you don't miss any of that. As always, Giants fans, please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping, and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. 
You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.